Hello, welcome to a Friday afternoon, late afternoon episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. I apologize for not having the episode yesterday. Um, you know, I took it upon myself uh, to basically, you know, go outdoors for a day and, you know, practice some social distancing with um, my girlfriend and, uh, yeah, stayed away from people and, you know, went to uh, Shenandoah National Park, which is probably one of the most gorgeous places you could go at this time of year, especially as the leaves are ready to bloom. And, um, yeah, it was basically 78 degrees, um, you know, away from people, so perfectly fine, I would think. Uh, but you know what, back today, I'm back in my house, you know, quarantining, you know, the same old usual stuff. Um, you know, I kind of feel bad for my uh, my dogs at this point, you know, they're, they're both like basically just putting their head down every time um, they're just, they're at the, they're just everywhere. So yeah, I, I kind of feel bad for them. But in any case, you know, we still have um, a show to record and everything. Um, I do have some good news for you. I'm going to talk about this for this segment. Um, so took it upon myself. Well, Cam did as well. You know, starting next week, we're going to have a new, uh, cool segment for you guys. Um, so for some episodes, we're going to be doing a March Madness style bracket for the Penguins and it involves the best playoff series of all time. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, it's a little bit of what I've been doing, you know, with talking about some of the biggest Penguin series of all time and, you know, how they shape the Penguins moving forward, of course, with the 2012 uh, series against the Flyers, 2013 against the um, Bruins, you know, I think later uh, as a segment, we're going to talk about the 2013-14 series against the Rangers um, and how that shaped uh, moving forward. But um, yeah, it's going to be 32 playoff series. You know, if I can come up with 32, I'm sure I can. Uh, I guess I'll give you guys some sneak peeks. Uh, one of the number one scenes is probably going to be the 90-91 Stanley Cup Final. Um, 99 series against the Devils is going to be very high up there. You know, obviously... Um, if the Penguins lose that series, if Yarmir Yarger does not score that goal in Game 6 and does not win the game for the Penguins in overtime, um, the Penguins are most likely not here today. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize that, um, just how big he was in saving the Penguins because, oh yeah, the Penguins were basically bankrupt at the time. And um, yeah, they had to have new ownership come in. You know, it, it was just, it was a whole on mess. And yeah, Yarmir, I, I talked about that on my Yarmir Yarger episode uh, last month. But, you know, it's time for the Penguins to bring him home and retire his jersey for everything he did uh, for the organization. That's perhaps, besides the uh, the Cups that he helped win um, when he was here, this was perhaps one of the biggest things that he did. So that is going to be high up there. 90-91 series, of course, Stanley Cup Final. 91-92 is, of course, going to be on there, the Stanley Cup Final. Um, of course, the 9 series against the Red Wings, I think that's going to be a number one or number two seed. I haven't really decided yet. Um, we got the 2016, uh, series you know, of course I think 2017 against Washington, um, that's going to be, I think very high up there. I don't think a lot of people realize just how, um, how awesome that was one of the best penguin series, um, just in their franchise history. Um, you know, a, a lot of these series are, are just, are going to be from the nineties and then on, because of course, before that, you know, they made the playoffs, but like a lot of their series weren't like, you know, big in some bit, like so big in, in some way though, you know. Um, I think we may also have on the bracket, uh, I think Michelle Briere, you know, where he took the Penguins to the Stanley Cup semifinals um, back, you know, even before the before Mario. He was, of course, some people, you know, my age, honestly, probably don't remember who he is. Uh, if you don't, I really much suggest you reading um, Stephen Nesbitt's article that he put on The Athletic the other day. Uh, you know, Stephen does these outstanding feature pieces on whatever uh, – 
just whatever for Pittsburgh sports. You know, he did the awesome feature piece on John Marino. Um, he did the awesome one on Mika Fitzpatrick. He did the awesome one on Tristan Jari. But, you know, perhaps his best work honestly came for this uh, Michelle Briere piece. Uh, it was just so good. You know, I remember like I have this magazine honestly upstairs where it, it just, it, it was the 50 year anniversary. I think one of, one of my buddies gave me this um, a couple years back for the Penguins 50th anniversary. And, and it is a bunch on him and just, you know, how, you know, he was the Penguins' first superstar, and I know some people don't realize. You know, besides Mario Lemieux, uh, there is not a uh, the, the only other number retired is Briere, and you know, no other Penguin has weared, worn twenty one since his um, fatal car accident. Um, no Penguin probably ever will wear the number twenty one after that. But yeah, like I said, I really suggest you guys reading that that feature piece. Um, it's not often that I cry after those kind of uh, journalism pieces, but. Um, the ending and just all throughout it, you know, I, it was just, it brought me to tears. And I'm sure um, if you guys read it, um, it might bring you guys to tears as well. Because uh, Stephen Nesbitt just does such a, like I said, this is such a fantastic job um, with the pieces um, for The Athletic. But yeah, the 1970, you know, the quarterfinals, um, I think that's going to be on there. You know, it was one of the Penguins' um, first big playoff series victories. You know, he got them to the semifinals. And then, of course, um, uh, they think they, they lost to the... Um, Oh, who am I, am I missing? They lost to the St. Louis Blues um, in that next round. Um, I think in the game six. Yeah, it was. They they went up in the third period. Um, uh, Briere actually put them up, and then 50 seconds later, the Blues tied it. And then I think they went on to win the game in the third in the third period. The Penguins just couldn't um, get to the Stanley Cup final that year. But boy, you know they were really really close. And um, yeah, I just you know just like I said, just reading that article and just seeing all the stories you know that someone like you know Scotty Bowman said about Briere and his family and everything, you know, I really wish we could have gotten to see more of him, but, um, yeah, like I said, great piece, you know, that's going to be on there. Um, uh, some, probably some, uh, late eighties series, you know, on there, like I said, as well, a lot of the nineties, you know, even after probably some of the 92, 93 series as well, even though we all know what happens that year with the Islanders, we're not going to talk about it because, um, I don't think any of us need to get PTSD from that, but, you know, I'm really excited to bring you guys this. Um, you know, I'm going to, we're going to make the matchups this weekend, Cam and I, and then next week um, he's going to come on maybe for an episode or two. We're going to break them down. Uh, we're going to put them on the Locked On um, Penguins Twitter, LO underscore Penguins. They're going to be on my Twitter, at Hunter Hodes. And, you know, um, it's going to be up to you guys. You guys are going to be the voters for this, and you guys will vote on um, which series you guys think is the best of all time. And, you know, we're going to go, through, like I said, the round of 32, the Sweet 16, the Elite 8 to the Final Four, and then to the uh, the championship for what you guys think is the best Penguin playoff series of all time. Um, I have per, uh, Perhaps I have my answer. You know, I'm not going to share it with you guys because um, I'm going to share it um, after this is all over. But, you know, I figured this will be a really, really cool thing to do um, in the downtime until the NHL season Um is potentially uh, called back. You know, we don't know for sure. Um, we did see a couple days ago, Elliot Freeman did report um, that an Ottawa senator has tested positive for the coronavirus. Um, really hope that player is okay. There were reports out of Russia saying it was Nikita Zaitsev. Um, if that's true, I'm not really sure if it is. Uh, really, really pulling for him and hoping that, it, that he is okay. Um, it's, you know, we also saw Sean Payton of the NFL yesterday. He tested positive for it. I also think he was like in a large gathering for whatever reason. I don't know why, but still... Uh, with all these people coming forward, you know, with Kevin Durant too, um, I think Marcus Smart also had it from the NBA. Um, I really hope these people, you know, they're okay. They're self quarantining in their homes, and you know, hopefully, you know, they'll be they'll be they'll bounce back, and you know, they'll be healthier than ever. You know, but you know, just we're gonna probably have more sports players test positive before this is all over. Hell, I'm 
putting that on 110%, that we definitely will. But, um, yeah, so to go back, like I said, to the uh, the bracket, just like I, I probably said so many times, I'm really, really excited to bring this to you guys. Um, it's going to be hard to bring up with the number 30, uh, with the uh, the 16, the two 16 seeds. Um, I'm going to have to really, really think of that. You know, it's, seeding these playoff series is not going to be easy. But you know what? That's the thrill of the job. I got to get creative with this. Uh, me and Cam are definitely going to get creative with it. And, you know, we're going to bring you guys some uh, some really, really good uh, content with it. And like I said, you guys are going to be voting for it. And then, you know, on some of the episodes, we'll be uh, talking about, you know, what you guys voted for, you know, our thoughts on it, and on if you guys were right, you know, our opinions on it, if you were wrong, maybe. And we're going to go from there. And it's just going to keep going for the rest of the week and perhaps into next week um, if we have not crowned one. I believe the votes will go um, for 24 hours as a whole. So, yeah, if you guys have that, that, that to look forward to, for the next week, I'm really, really excited for it. For these last two segments, um, yeah, there's just there's not too much else to talk about. Like I said, we're still going to continue my uh, peng- biggest Penguin series and how it shaped the Penguins moving forward. Uh, but first off, you know, I tried to get a little bit of a mailbag uh, going. Um, not that many people um, responded to it, you know, which you know is really nothing out of the ordinary at this point. But we did have one question, you know, that that did come in. Um, from uh, one of my, well, Clark, you know, King Clarky. Um, King Clarky is honestly one of my favorite uh, Penguins Twitter people. You know, he always um, just, you know, he's a really good person to talk to. Talk about Penguins, you know, life. Um, hell, he even talks to me about guitars. You know, he loves uh, Nita Strauss just as much as I do. Um, uh, Clark, yeah, if you if you are ever going to get another guitar uh, for Nita Strauss, uh, please do that because um, she just has some of the best guitars. But he asks, um, what are you doing with any extra free time that you found yourself having with the way things are now? Okay, so that's a good question. So what am I basically been doing now? So with any extra free time, um, honestly, I've just been going on YouTube. <laughs> you know, um, you know, um, I always, you know, I always every Friday, you know, when I record, you know, just every Friday in general. Um, I'll always, you know, start off by watching the new Star Wars Clone Wars episode. Um, that is, that show is outstanding. If any of you guys that listen to this podcast watch that show, um, bravo, because that show is just outstanding. The seventh season has been really, really good so far, though. I think this episode leaves a little, a little bit to be desired. It was a little bit slow, but I think it's also because um, they wanted to show what I think Ahsoka was doing um, after uh, she left the Jedi Order. Okay, I'm getting a little bit off track, but you know, that's always fun. You know, just. Going on YouTube, watching a lot of music videos, you know, I'll go, I'll go from watching, you know, a video from Warrant, you know, from the 80s. Um, I, I've said this before a lot of times on the podcast. For those that don't know, I am a very, very big rock fan. Um, I love 80s rock. I love 70s rock. I also think some bands are overrated that people don't think are overrated, like the Rolling Stones. Um, I think they are vastly overrated. I think Bruce Springsteen is also overrated. If you would like to call me out on that, you know, it won't be the first time that I've been called out on it by, uh, by, you know, I've had a couple of my friends um, say, you know, I'm a complete idiot. (laughs) You know, it's nothing out of the ordinary, but, you know, I'll do that. Um, Honestly, I'll go for a walk um, around my neighborhood. You know, it, it, I think I can't honestly recommend that enough. Um, just go outside like once a day. Just walk around. You know, of course, always practice social distancing. Don't be an idiot and go to a bar or anything like that. Uh, I know I probably t- touch on this every episode this week. You know, like you know, don't be like those idiots down in Florida and all that who. Um, they, they made quite an embarrassment of themselves on that CBS News report that uh, was circulating Twitter. You know, a lot of famous people were basically talking about that. But yeah, just go for a walk. You know, that I, I do that too. Like I said, I watch music videos on YouTube. Um, I, honestly, I've gone back and watched a lot of old Penguins highlights 
um, from YouTube. You know, there's there's this really, really great video of all Penguin playoff goals from 20, 2009 to, to 2019, the 10-year span. Go back and watch those. You know, there's some on there that um, I totally forgot about. Uh, there's um, such as the, um, you know, some of the... The 06, 07, uh, that little run, I can't really call it a run since they got swept by Ottawa, but you know, some of the goals from that year I completely forgot about, you know, some of the goals from the next year, 07, 08, when I was only about 10 years old, I forgot who scored some of those goals. Um, Those are just really, really, that's just really, really fun to do. And honestly, I cannot recommend this enough. Uh, Play some video games. Um, That's honestly been my go-to ever since, you know, this pandemic has been shutting down the country and, you know, just canceling everything of course my text tone was not muted much was my apologies but in any case yeah i mean just the video games is just so much fun you know um for those that know me uh obviously i love fortnite you know i play that a lot i, I still think the game is good it's not what it used to be i've been playing a bit of fallen order a bit recently too um i've been trying to see if i could beat that game i've seen a lot of really really good reviews on it you know a lot of people like uh, apparently like animal crossing that just came out i'm not really too big of a fan of that to be honest with you um i just you know those kind of games i know it's rated e for everyone but you know those kind of games can just get lost you know i know i'm probably dunking on people that like that game but you know what um it's just you know not for me you know if it's for you perfectly fine um, but yeah, like just, I just have so much more time now to play video games. I remember when I was back in college, I just didn't have enough. And now with the online classes, uh, starting basically, and, uh, I'm probably going to have even more time to play video games during the week with my online classes, which is just going to be, um, nuts. But yeah, it's just basically, you know, it's eat, I sleep, I play video games, I watch YouTube videos, um, with music and sports. I go out for a walk every day, especially, you know, and I get to play more with my dog. Um, which is just awesome. But, you know, other than that, it's just really boring. Um, you know, it, it is, this sucks. You know, it sucks for a lot of people, you know, especially with everyone losing their jobs, which is just really, really sad. You know, states are now going on lockdown. I saw with California, um, you know, commencements are getting uh, canceled, which is, you know, I mean, me personally, mine just got canceled because uh, I'm supposed to graduate in May. Um, you know, totally the right thing to do. I totally understand. And I know people are like, well, you know, postponing or whatnot. You know, I don't really know if that would make a difference. But you know what? You're allowed to be upset about it. You know, I was, of course, a bit upset about it. You're, you're allowed to be upset about that kind of stuff, but still understand that it's for the greater good. If you want to call me selfish for that, you know what? I really don't give a shit. Um, I don't call that I don't call that being selfish. I just call that um having a perfectly fine opinion on it. You know, that's just my take on that. But yeah. But anyways, Clark, yeah, that's honestly just what I've been doing. You know, I would love to know what you've been doing. You know, if you listen to this after, you know, just tweet me what you've been doing. I'm really curious um, to see what you've been doing, especially with the other, car, the, the guitars and everything. I know you've been uh, looking online and all that, you know, maybe, maybe I can give you some song recommendations to play or just, you know, just something like that. But yeah, I, that was a really, really good question. I appreciate you asking that. Um, maybe for the next time, uh, more people will ask questions though. Pro- will they? Probably not. But, um, I think that would be, um, just, yeah, I always love doing mailbags and I wish that uh, more people would ask questions, but you know what? Hopefully, like I said, that can come, um, next time. All right. So yeah, for this last segment of, uh, Locked on Penguins for today's episode, we'll continue my series of some of the biggest Penguin series that shaped what, uh, was going to happen for the Penguins moving forward. You know, we'll start, we'll continue this with a 2013-14 series against the New York Rangers. Um, Not as painful as 2012 against the Flyers, 2013 against the Bruins, but still pretty painful. 
Um, you know, you had that game one where it was a really, really close game and ended in overtime. I think the Rangers it was basically like almost two overtime goals before the refs called it dead. Then the Penguins were able to tie the series up. Um, I think it was what Chris Kunitz uh, had the goal in game two. And then uh, games three and four, uh, Mark Andre Fleury was just an absolute monster. Honestly, he was just an absolute monster in games games two through four. Um, had those uh, back-to-back shutouts in games two and games three, if I'm not mistaken, then game four. Um, let up a couple goals, but still the Penguins' depth scoring uh, was really, really good. It was helped also by uh, Mark Stahl kicking in a goal um, past Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, Mark Stahl, uh, no strangers to controversy that series after um, a couple questionable uh, little headshots on Sidney Crosby. Then, of course... It all went down south, you know. The three-one series lead. Um, uh, there's, there's, there were jokes going around at the time when something uh, happened that you know we're not going to bring up on this podcast because I'm not trying to get fired, and I'm not trying to say something that would honestly like get me to being fired. But um, yeah, you know, it, it was just um, it was very unfortunate um, during that series that Marty St. Louis' mom died. But I also think that that really, really sparked the Rangers and coming back, you know, they were doing it for him. They were doing it for um, his family, his mom, of course, that passed away. And of course that was, you know, he scored that goal, right? It was right before Mother's Day, you know, which is, um, yeah, that's just, that. that's hard for anyone to go through, you know, when your mom passes away right before Mother's Day. I think it was the goal in game six um, when the Penguins were up three games to two where he, um, he scored um, right for his mom. Um, you know, sports, sports has a, a funny way of just having those moments happen to players like that, man. You know, it's just, it re- really, it really was awesome to see, you know, I remember, you know, I was what 16 at the time still, um, you know, just, you know, even, even though it hurt that he did score that goal, you know, I don't like, you know, I, I'm sure I, I'm plenty of you guys did this too. You know, I, me personally, I stood up and clapped for it. You know, I know it was elimination game. I know you're not really supposed to do that, but you know, it was just. That was just a great moment for him, and you know the garden was just wow. Um, that was honestly back when Madison Square Garden was really, really loud. You know, I always love to joke about Madison Square Garden as you know not being a loud arena because you know a lot of the uh, people that come to the game is dressed in are still dressed in their suits because they still come from work. Um, and a lot of the lower bowl is just um, it's not really sold out because I think if I'm not mistaken, a lot of what Madison Square Garden is for down in those lower bowl tickets, you know, they're sold to. Um, those companies, those corporations or whatever. And sometimes those people don't buy um, the tickets. They don't show up. And you know what? It looks, it just makes it look like there's just not a lot of people there. And yeah, it's just, uh, that was, it's just always been a running joke, basically that um, Madison Square Garden was never allowed. But uh, yeah, for that playoff series and especially for that moment and, you know, that whole Rangers run for them, um, it definitely was loud. But then, you know, the Rangers, they were able to blitz the Penguins in game five. Uh, you know, it still had that amazing Evgeny Malkin goal. Um, in game five when the Penguins were down to nothing, and uh, I will play it for you actually um, right here to relive this moment. On the turning stick of Balkan is the Latang pass. Balkan trying to sashay by, and he got it on Uh, yeah, that goal, I remember just, um, yeah, just screaming for pure joy because I thought the Penguins were going to come back in that game. That was just a typical vintage Evgeny Malkin goal, just splits the Rangers' defense, gets a shot off, really great save by Lundqvist, and then gets the rebound and just, uh, man, that goal was just so beautiful. Just puts it in the back of the net. Um, that was still at the time where the Penguins still had their um, vintage uh, goal song. Um, I was I think from the uh, the 2009 uh, Stanley Cup Final in the 2008 
where um, honestly I think that was my favorite one after the horn you know when they do the the do 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 hey um thing it's just uh, I, I, me personally I love that I wish they kept that for longer but um yeah man that of any Malkin goal was just so beautiful in just so many ways um at least we got that moment from the series um like I said, for a moment there, I thought the Penguins were going to come back, but then, you know, when you realize that you're facing a prime Henrik Lundqvist in Elimination Games, who um, was just really, really, really good. You know, his his numbers in Elimination Games, I think, were like, what, over 930, 940? Um, they were just, they were that freaking good. And, um, yeah, the Rangers, they crushed them that game. They crushed them in Game 6, and then Game 7, of course, rolls around. Uh, going into that game, you know, I, I had this thought, um, for a while, honestly, and, you know, I was going back and forth between the day, I remember it, you know, I was like, you know what, they win, great, they continue the run, you know, they're, they're potentially either one more round from going back to the Stanley Cup final, but you know what, if they lose, it's really not a big deal, and, you know, that might sound weird, but you know what, I was honestly pretty fed up with the Dan Bilesman ratio regime at the time, um, I think they stuck around a year too uh, late, they honestly, should, they both honestly should have been gone after 2012, 2013, after the sweep against the Bruins. Um, I, at least, at least Dan Bilesma. I mean, uh, maybe I could see a little more of a point for Ray Shiro staying, but um, to have Dan Bilesma there is basically just—it's just really—it's just a male practice. You know, it's just—it's dumb. It was just so stupid, and you know, you know, of course the Raiders took the lead, and, and then the Penguins. Um, UC Yokin and man, oh, he was honestly one of my favorite Penguins to watch for just a short time. Um, he's able to tie it, and he's like, okay, it's looking good, and the Rangers, you know, Br- Brad freaking Richards, man, you know, makes it 2-1, to one, and then the Penguins had that hell of a push at the end of the third period. Um, I still remember that play where um, basically it was a shot, I think it was a backhand shot from, what, James Neal, I believe, redirects off a stick laying in front, Lundqvist makes the save with just his blocker, not, his stick is not even in his hand. Um, I still don't know how he made this. I think it went into his equipment or something, but, um, yeah, the Penguins scored that goal there with less than five minutes left, um, in the third period to tie it up. Uh, we're potentially looking at a brand new, um, Penguins at this day and age. Cause you know, who knows if they win that game, you know, who knows what happens in 2016 and 2017, but you know, when you look back at it, you know, I guess, you know, it's a blessing in disguise that they didn't because the Penguins were able to win back to back cups, but um, yeah, that series definitely stung for a lot of people. It, it stung with it stung for me a little bit, but you know, afterwards, uh, just with the failures of the past two years, this was probably the one where I wasn't. I was probably the least upset with because I knew that there were massive changes coming. I knew Mario Lemieux and Ron Barco and David Morehouse were not going um, to ha- uh, just have this be acceptable. You know, especially with having another choke by the Penguins. Um, just like they did against Flyers, just like they did against the Bruins, and now the Rangers, where they're blowing all these series leads, um, except the Bruins, but you know they didn't even win a game against them. They're just they're blowing all these series, and you know we all know how that's unacceptable for someone like Mario Lemieux and, and Ron Burkle up there as the co-owners, and they made sure to clean house, and you know they got Jim Rutherford, and then you know the rest was history with getting Mike Sullivan in uh, at the halfway at the 2015-16 season, but. Um, we'll be continuing this series next week, and we'll have a lot more with Locked On Penguins coming uh, next week with the bracket. I'm really excited to work on it with Cam this weekend. Um, we're going to have the matchups for you uh, starting on Monday before recording. We're going to have the voting um, setting up before, and you know we're going to uh, basically be previewing the matchups um, starting this Monday. I'm really, really excited to get you guys this. So um, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Locked On Penguins. Uh, it was really great to get to do this one for you guys. And, you know, we'll be back here on Monday with uh, more stuff about the bracket. So, yeah, talk to you guys then.